Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. All right, welcome back. It is in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. That's Scott Bogman. I'm Chris Welsh. This is Hello. hour two. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Why? I don't know why that is. Why is it when one of us gets like monotone real quick? Like I get you in our baseball podcast or, or basketball, whenever we do a mailbag and then you say the name and I'm like, hi, and it just it gets you. It's just something about that. I don't know what it is. Well, it's whatever. that. And when you answer the phone, like, like a normal person, cause we don't answer the phone like normal people for each other. True. We like, you know, scream horrible, horrible things, things at yep. each other. So when you're just like, hello, I'm like, whoa, you do the same thing to me. You, That's like the exact thing you say to me whenever I answer the phone. I'm like, hello? You go, hello? Hello? Yeah, no, that's true. Anytime we act like human beings on the phone, <laughs> it's weird. But then or if the other calling one... calling each other the worst thing. Yeah, you say the like worst possible made. thing you wouldn't even say to most people. Then it's like, Unless oh, hey, what's Josh up? Josh Allen. Yeah, ooh. then you would probably say. Well, it. no, not that. That's a that's a not I'll say those. But. Well, I'm just saying what we say. Like you know, we don't go that far. We don't we don't say that stuff. I'm just saying that Josh Allen would say the stuff that we say. Yeah, I mean, not anymore. He's not going to say anything <laughs> anymore. Uh, speaking of which, if you missed any of it, we had just had two hours of coverage talking about the NFL draft. So you can go listen to this show on demand over at fantasysportsnetwork.com slash radio.com slash radio. Lose my voice there. Uh, it'll be up here shortly. You can listen and go back on demand and catch everything we talked about. Plus, we will obviously be talking about some of this stuff over at the In This League Fantasy Football Podcast. And, uh, you know, you go subscribe to that on iTunes and we will have all the coverage. But we are going to be talking about we're going to kind of be talking about baseball in this next hour. But there is one particular thing I want to talk about. And it toes the line between football and baseball. And it it delves us into the depths and the mud of fantasy football with one particular thing, Bogman. I saw a tweet Mm -hmm. That came out recently that had was promoting Yahoo was going to have fantasy football up soon. And I completely forgot about it. And I saw it and I thought it was odd. And I completely forgot about it. Then, just the other day, I believe it was on Wednesday, April 25th. I believe that was the day. Yahoo announced that it was open for fantasy football. Mind you, it is April it is it is April right now. We're not even in May. It was it is April and you've got Brad Evans, you got the Yahoo team touting, guys, we are open. You know, somebody stop me. We are open for business for are fired. It, and what is with your voice? No, that was that was a mask thing. That was a Jim Carrey. We're somebody, open. Come on, you didn't get somebody that. Somebody stop, me. stop me. Because the mask is so relevant. Well, that wasn't relevant. It wasn't about relevance. It was just the quote. That was what. That's what Yahoo says, by the way. 
When Yahoo is looking for a quote, they go to the mask. That's the whole point oh, of this Oh, so you're going to back when Yahoo was relevant. Yes, exactly. 1994. Yeah, okay. so, so here's where I'm going with this conversation. Yahoo, much to many people's excitement, has opened early a- or late April. Okay, very cool. Yahoo opened their fantasy baseball platform three weeks before the season started. It was March. Wasn't it March? Am I am I exact am I being exaggerating here? Uh you know, it was at least the middle of February. It was late. At best it was late February. They were super late to the game. So I just start to think does Yahoo not care? Does Yahoo not care about you? Because that was a big thing. Our we had this argument. We spent so much time in the offseason, in the baseball offseason, talking about how Yahoo just clearly and openly just kind of said tough that they were not going to make an adjustment to the Shohei Otani stuff. Shohei Otani, for maybe football fans that aren't listening or don't really know baseball, he's a hitter and a pitcher, and it had not been done before in the fantasy realm. And places like CBS, ESPN, Fantrax was the first one to get on it. They all had a, um, a fix that was going to be able to allow him to be a hitter and a pitcher. Yahoo, they're just like, Nah. 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 Here's our solution. We'll make two of them. One's a hitter, one's a pitcher. You got to take both players. That was their solution. And to this day, I think it's the absolute worst and poorest of decisions they could have possibly had. And it led a lot of us to be like, well, dude, like you guys just don't even care because they're like, oh, it'll take development time and money. Everyone else did it. You can't take care of it. Yet in April, they open their fantasy football platform. What a slap in the face that is to also just show all we care about is football. That's it. Yeah, it really is. I mean, I was extremely upset with the Shohei Otani stuff just because I think, especially with the the new DFS stuff that they're running, uh, like the, you're making enough money off of baseball. You're probably, you know, you're not getting as many users for baseball as you are for football. That's for sure. But it's daily, you know, you, you get people on there every day playing your, your DFS contests and stuff like that. So they are making money now, you know, if this was three or four years ago and they said, Hey, look, you know, we're at max capacity. We don't have any more money then fine. But now you see that they're putting all their money towards football. They're opening up before the draft is even done. Like, doesn't it, wouldn't it make way more sense to open up after the draft? So, you know, where all those players are going Plus, you have the ranks uh, adjusted for the rookies and all of that stuff. So, to me, I, I don't know if this maybe, and, and this is being optimistic, this is looking at the fantasy world from Yahoo with rose-colored glasses and all that stuff, maybe this is going to be the new theme for them. Maybe they're going to open up way early. I mean, I just prefer Fantrax so much more. It's open all year long. I, I just, just well, go on. It's still there. A couple things. First off, I don't buy that they're going to do that. I would like it. I don't buy it. I mean, I don't either. I'm just trying to, you know, yeah, I'm playing devil's advocate. Second off, we are a tad bit biased because um, we do a football show for fan tracks, the full 60 fantasy football podcast. It's really great. And we're a little biased. But I would say to that biasness, it started 
really heavily for us because of how Yahoo treated their baseball product and how they treated, I think, inherently they treated the fans because it's a lazy, stupid move what they did with Otani. And both ESPN and Yahoo were so late to the game in baseball. It was wildly ridiculous where Fantrax was up all year. And to the credit of this conversation, you know, where you said, um, you know, Yahoo should, they should wait till after the draft and everything. Like, I, I agree with that in general. Fantrax is a different situation because they're just always open. They have got the rookies up immediately. We did a mock draft a month ago and we had Saquon Barkley and Darius Geis. They had all of it. That's how their development team works. When I see something like this, you hope it's for the trend because, yeah, like I said, we're biased in that, you know, we do a show for fan tracks in that respect. It doesn't mean that I'm a moron and I don't think that, you know, ESPN and Yahoo have a very popular platform and I grew up on the Yahoo platform. So, you know, yeah. I, I'm biased to, to like what they do. It doesn't mean that I, they have to be the best product or anything like that. There's many spaces of all of these can be out there. But when I see them do stuff like this, to me, it's like a slap in the face of the product of baseball because, you know, we have said it to a million people. And I think especially in the industry, people at Fantasy Sports Radio Network knows this. Everyone knows this. That listen, football is king. Football brings in advertisers. Football brings in people. Football brings in the everyman because you have family leagues. You don't have a whole lot of families, you know grandma, grandpa, dad, mom, couple kids that are all playing <laughs> fantasy baseball leagues, right. you know, home leagues. They're playing football leagues. So I get that y- that football in general is king, but I see it as a slap in the face to the baseball product when they threw it to the side so heavily. Is this their way of being like, hey, this fix our mistake? Or is it like, hey, we just care about football, and football is 90% of our profit game? So it's more... I guess this is another question we could ask. And by the way, I'm picking more, on Yahoo. ESPN probably belongs in this conversation and yeah. its totality, but we're mainly focusing on Yahoo. So sorry, go ahead. But I mean, ESPN at least made the effort to do two Otanis. You know what I mean? And CBS did the same thing after no. Fantrax kind of started that. Stuff. No, one Otani. One Otani. Yeah. And, and then, you know, Yahoo sticks with the two Otanis. And that was, to me, that's... I feel like it's more that Yahoo just doesn't care about baseball. Like, for whatever reason, they just don't care. See, I They've agree with that. They've always been weird about the position eligibility in, in uh, baseball also. Let me throw um, this out, Bogman. I, I mean, they I, do I, that in basketball, too. That, see, you you just nailed it. No, that's exactly where I was going to go. Is it, it's, it's not – I need to preface – that it's not just that they don't like baseball. They don't like any. They don't like anything that's not football. Because how long did it take for them to address the injury issues with basketball? How long did that take? It was it was like last year, or the year before that. It took for Yahoo to finally have a a explanation of how to figure out basketball injuries. By the way, how did Yahoo become a place for fantasy sports? It's kind of crazy, isn't it? It is. I, I because I don't know. like ESPN, you know, uh, Fantrax is made for it. CBS has sports coverage, and they have, uh, you know, they have NFL games on CBS. Well, CBS and ESPN are a lot closer in general to like what they are. Um, you know, right. as far as like news oriented sites uh, of around sports that built in fantasy. You're right. Yahoo definitely was not that. Yahoo was email addresses and news. That was like what. Yahoo. I still have my Yahoo email address. I haven't checked it in five years. 
<laughs> yeah, I go through like once every six months and just delete everything. Basically. Yeah, and again, I, I there's there's a biasness in nature to even my Yahoo love because like you know like I said I had Yahoo emails and Yahoo was a home page I would check for news and stuff like that. So like I it said, just made everything easier. Yeah, and it I played, was like, well, I'm gonna go to Yahoo to check my email anyway. Might as well go to Yahoo to check my. Uh, my team. All the so formats of stuff I did. Uses Gmail. Everything so. I did is I played on Yahoo. So that so that's the thing. It doesn't mean. But now this year, I'm almost playing on every single format. Predominantly fan tracks is where I'm playing. But I'm doing an industry league on CBS. I have got. Um, I've still got a couple Yahoo ones that stuck there, and then I've got a ton of fan tracks ones. But and I saw like our buddy right here in FNTSY, Dan Strafford, had commented on it because when I saw it. Immediately, I had talked to Bogman about this. He commented when Yahoo was like, hey, we're back. And he was like, well, what about baseball? You guys barely got there. So I put a poll out, and I want to get people's takes on this. I said, Yahoo Sports made fantasy football available in April. Baseball opened three weeks before the season. So here are your choices. Football is king. Yahoo hates baseball. Or Yahoo is incompetent. Those are the options that I have put out there, and we have got some early voting because I did it before we started here, and we've got some comments, and to be fair, as someone had pointed out on here, you could easily throw uh, ESPN in this conversation because they did similar things, but particularly we're picking on them because of the Otani disaster in the whole thing where Yahoo had a option on it. Would you like to hear some of the early results? Yeah, I let me guess real quick. Yeah, take a guess. Uh, I'm going to say... Most of it is football is king. I'm going to go like a 60-30-10. Football is king, then Yahoo hates baseball, and then 10% is Yahoo's incompetent. Because okay. I still think a ton of leagues are in Yahoo. So. Early voting. Now, when 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 you know people see this, and voting may be over, um, just you know, as, as, as listening habits, so just mind you, early voting. 61% Yahoo is incompetent. Oh my god. Eighteen <laughs> percent Yahoo hates baseball, twenty one percent football is king. I mean, there's probably a lot of Yahoo people that are pissed off that are um uh, that are commenting on this and putting in that vote to say yeah, I mean it's meant to be kind Especially of a, because a joke. It, it, it just makes the least amount of sense for football to open first because it needs the least amount of prep work. You have like Yahoo or you know, football is covered and covered and covered and covered and covered and covered ad nauseum, right? Even by us. Sure. So uh, definitely by us. Like m- most people don't need nearly the amount of prep for football that you need for baseball. Great point. So for for baseball, you have way more rounds. I think your standard draft is twenty three rounds, twenty five rounds. It's like double. Your what standard you do in draft football. for for football is maybe fifteen rounds, thirteen rounds if you want to cut out kickers or an extra bench spot. So it just doesn't make sense to do it that way, knowing the prep work that needs to go into baseball, and it would behoove everyone to have it open earlier than it would for football. But can't we just get to the point where they're all open all year long and maybe you shut them down for a week to update stuff? I agree. Well, I mean, I've just, why, well, I don't understand how they haven't got to the place where you can update, you know, rosters and stuff from behind the scenes or you, I don't know you don't have a clone that you just, you know, merge over. It's just like, I, I work in a place where we have servers and guess what we have. We have a main server, we have a backup server and you know what we can do is we can turn off the main server, have the backup server run while we do adjustments to the main server. So I, I'm not going to get into the technical stuff. Much smarter people know that type of thing. But to your point is can't you have it all set up? 
shut it down for one week to bring it back up for your new features and your in your stuff instead of having it down for six months or something like that, especially and in baseball can, standpoint. Think, since uh, they love football, do you think maybe, maybe in a million years, could we get IDP rankings on Yahoo ever? I mean, they just they, that's they don't care how many years have you had to take uh, like uh, uh, what well, I'm trying to think of his name now. It's not Tremaine, but like whatever Johnson cornerback for the 49ers. The guy would always be <laughs> the final rank. He's the first auto picked uh, defensive player. IDP Anyone with an apostrophe taking. in their name is first. And then it starts with the A's. Yeah. It's all alphabetical. It's crazy. It is. It is. And but see, that's I mean, I, I don't want to be the one here that's you know, saying that Yahoo's incompetent because I think there are smart people that work there. I think they innovated a lot of it, and um, there's a lot of great things about it. But to me, as far as a product goes in use, I'm kind of over it. That's another one of those things that that's kind of incompetent right there. Like that's not – you can't say they hate baseball or football is king. That's an incompetence that they can't figure out IDP or guess what? Other places can. Other places really, really can. So um, don't go anywhere. I'm going to, we got a, a comment or two that's on this. We'll talk about this. We'll update the poll results on the other side of this. It's post NFL draft talk, at least from the conversation we have. Draft actually, you know, still going on on Saturday, but we are going to talk a little bit more about this. We got some other baseball topics, so don't go anywhere. That's Scott Bogman. I am Chris Wells. This is in this league. We'll try not to be incompetent. I mean, it's hard, but we'll try. <laughs> Why pay high rake when you can play daily fantasy baseball and pay half the rake on Fantasy Draft? Featuring half the rake GPP and head-to-head contests, exclusive VIP experiences, and the most flexible lineup structures in the game, Fantasy Draft is the only DFS site that puts players first. They're also the only site to offer 6 of 7 PGA scoring, dropping your lowest golfer's score. Register today with the code FNTSY for a free $4 entry into a guaranteed winner contest in the sport of your choice. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. It's in this league. No one uh, asked you anything ever, so whomever's name is in this league. Why don't you take a letter opener and stick it in your skull? Hey. All right, welcome back. It is in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. What a sports weekend. What a sports week that's gone on, by the way. I mean, NFL draft. Finally having our homes. Ronald Acuna is brought up. Maybe we'll talk about him here in a little bit. Just a just a wild, wild sports weekend of just good stuff for us to consume. It's it's a good consumption sports weekend. Outside of just what consuming I do best the food. is consuming. Yeah, I did a little consuming. I, I'm alone. I'm a I'm a I'm a free dog right now for a couple of days. So I'm you know I, I literally led the whole week up of like trying to exercise and like <laughs> go hiking and stuff to lose weight. So in preparation of what I will gain. You have been talking about this alone weekend for like a month and a half. I like know. as soon as your family planned this trip, you know, I, I mean, you know, I get a lone day every day that I, I'm, you know, I, I'm alive. So, but you <laughs> haven't, uh, when was the last day you spent just by yourself? Um, like the whole day, the whole day you didn't have an interaction with too many other people. I honestly can't remember. I, there, there might have been a night. I feel like there was a night, like one night in the last like five years, but if I, I can't even particularly think about it. 
I mean, it's been, uh, I mean, it's seven been. years, seven years, maybe. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah like a whole day, like a whole day. This yeah, is me. A whole day. You didn't interact with like, maybe you interacted with like a pizza guy. Yeah. I, I mean, no, not really. I, I mean, I would go pick up the pizza. Clearly that's me. I wouldn't go order it. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm, uh, I'm excited about it. So just in preparation of all that. So consume the but food. But if you're at home alone, you know, you don't have to worry about any of the stuff you normally worry about. That's true. Just have someone bring it to you. How many dogs are still there? They're annoying. Dogs are annoying. So um, <laughs> all of that still exists. So uh, it's a consumption of food, consumption of great sports, and a consumption of this conversation that we're having which I think is just a fascinating argument in general, and I think it'll it's going to balance itself out here. But my annoyance with Yahoo that um, – and it's a positive thing. I mean this is totally a me thing, by the way, to be annoyed by a positive thing. But you see where they're just so excited. They couldn't be more proud of themselves, patting themselves on the back that football is back late April. It's back. But as a baseball fan that saw how baseball is treated – it's it's disrespectful and it brings up this conversation. You're jilted. I'm, I'm jilted. That's what it is. Totally. I'm a scorned lover here. I've moved on. I've moved on, but I haven't forgotten. But I, I look at this stuff and I, I and I know, you know, being in this business that football is king. Football brings in the money, football brings in the people, no doubt about it. More listeners are going to be listening this weekend simply because of the NFL draft and the two hours of draft talk that we just had. No doubt about it. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to ignore the fact that as a whole, I don't think the the product, whether it's one sport or not, is being treated properly. So I'm annoyed with it. So I put out a tweet. What is the deal with Yahoo Sports? Because What's they, the deal with Yahoo Sports? Three weeks before baseball season, practically they opened. So here are your choices. Football is king. Yahoo hates baseball. Or Yahoo is incompetent. That is what the poll is, and currently Yahoo is incompetent, has gone down to 52%. Uh, 29% <laughs> say Yahoo hates baseball. Only 19%, the lowest of it, says football is king. Um, a little surprised about that. I, th- I thought football is king was going to do it. Do you think maybe it's just because we have a lot of, uh, got a lot, a lot of baseball people, and it's baseball season? Um. No, I don't know. I think a lot. There's a lot of y'all. I mean, there's definitely a lot of baseball people that like hate football. There's no doubt about that. Like, I know a lot of people like you know they get pissy when uh, anyone that does baseball talks about football. I I think it's out there. Here, here's a couple comments, Bogman. Uh, we got a couple comments on here. We can talk about Brandon Myers. He says, to be fair, ESPN did the same thing. So my response of being incompetent applies to both major sites. Fair enough. Okay. I think it's a fair, yeah. fair enough one. Here's one that's not uh, is a little angry. He also has Jay in his name, which I feel like is like uh, his name's Jason. I wanted to say he was a um, he was a Blue Jays fan, but I don't think that's the case. Uh, but it does say baseball enthusiast on here. He says it's ridiculous how Yahoo Fantasy treats football versus baseball. That combined with consistently forcing uh, liberal bees down my throat made me go elsewhere this year. <laughs> and then I can't say the hashtag that he said. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was give me the hashtag one more time i have to hear no i can't i, I can't it's a, it's a word that would get us kicked off the air oh oh see i was just trying to win a hundred dollars yeah so. no no it's a four-letter word that has a y <laughs> with the uh exclamation point at the end so i don't know what, what were you talking about with the liberal what was that about 
forcing liberal bees down my throat. I don't know, Jason. Um, yeah, I don't know. You like lost me. Someone that's that's <laughs> very very angry. I feel like we so. just put out like we had just a Kanye moment of like clarity, and then now we're getting the responses, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> like <laughs> the response get a little sketchy there. We didn't bring into the liberal the liberal bias of the media and Yahoo. I don't know what's that going on. That must be the new stuff that they cover. He must not enjoy it, but I'm pretty sure you can customize it on Yahoo, but uh, oh, what do I know? Not liberal or more? Uh, I don't know. It's not sports Kanye? or porn. I don't care. Oh, so. okay. Well, I don't know. But um, it, it's an argument that, you know, I you probably are right, by the way. you probably This is skewed by baseball season being very um, apparent. It would be interesting to put this out in August, you know, or July or something like that. That I think football is king would go up more, um, but you know everyone can know that if you didn't already know that football obviously rules the advertising world, it rules the numbers world, but there are some sites out there that can still do it right. CBS, I would say, did it right. Fantrax was on it from day one. ESPN, I think, did a good job, though they waited so long that um, it's made me change my mind about some of these products, and I, I'm, I'm always curious to see where other people are at it because one thing we learned this offseason was people do not like change and it's going to take you know it's the <laughs> what is it the um the unmovable object versus the an unpenetrable force is that how it said uh i think well now you screwed me up i just had it damn it <laughs> what, what the hell uh, is, is it the uh immovable obj- uh, object, object yeah. meets the unstoppable force sure whatever whatever it's that type of thing here where you know you're 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 battling this I completely forgot my point because you screwed me up in trying to get the the thing. Where the hell was I going with that? I had a great point that 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 whole thing was designed about, and then us trying to figure out the stupid. It, it saying. was about how people don't want to move. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the that's the um, the issue here is people are faced with a product that doesn't meet you know their requirements, but then they're also faced with the the thing that they know and not wanting to get off of what they know. And I think at some point, you know, people have to, they kind of have to put their money where their mouth is or I- at least their leagues. And I think it's worth a, a shot at, you know, if you, if you were like us, you know, 12 months ago, only Yahoo. We would literally not do anything that wasn't Yahoo, but the product has changed that I think it's worthwhile, you know, giving other people a shot, you know, give Fantrax a shot, give CBS a shot. You know, CBS can be a little bit more difficult for people because they definitely hone in on their format and it's a lot more paid. But even ESPN, you know, there's other stuff out there, too. People wanted to do it. Couch managers. I'm not sure if they even do leagues. I know it's mock drafts and stuff like that. But there are other places is the point. So if people are not going to take your product seriously, then you can move on and go to someone that does care about the product. Yeah. Yeah. And that's I don't know if we're at that point yet, because like I said, Maybe Yahoo will just all Yahoo really has to do if they want to be serious about fantasy sports, all they really have to do is open up Twitter for like a day, Uh, open up Twitter for a day, go through all the stuff that people say negatively about you and fix the things that are fixable immediately and the things that aren't immediately fixable work on. We just heard uh, there's a podcast that you and I listened to. They just had this conversation of social media for um, for entities. And there's a point where. It's it's not even worthwhile because they're such a big product. What do they care? You know, what, why do they care about hearing what other people have to say about their product? Because it's only going to end up being negative. Fantasy sports is a little bit different than that, but they op- you definitely open yourself up to it when you're Yahoo or your ESPN or something like that. And well, it's the worst time I think for fantasy sports providers of any type 
to ignore what people are saying because now you have more opinions that are easily reachable than you ever have had because of Twitter and Facebook and uh, Instagram and all that stuff. And also you have more competition than you've ever had. True. So, I mean, Fantrax is definitely fourth behind the three big ones, but it is growing immensely very, very quickly. So if you F around and you don't get uh, all the stuff that, uh, you know, you don't uh, satisfy your audience quick enough, then it's just not going to work for you. You're not going to be around very long. Yeah. So they, they need to get on it. Satisfaction. 100%. It's what I need. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, speaking of satisfa- satisfaction, by the way, how are you on, um, like, I don't know, like a big entity putting their product somewhere where, like, you know, you can't watch it? Like, oh, I don't know, like Major this- League Baseball putting uh, a game only on Facebook or Twitter. See, the Welsh brings this up because he had to hear about it for about 15 minutes. <laughs> about, on about, it, it felt like a half an hour of Bogman <laughs> sounding like a 80-year-old just lamenting about how the Diamondbacks game well, was on Facebook only. And I was like, oh, I, I like the webs. I was like, it's kind of exciting. Like, I like it because I'm, like, sitting there and I can easily access it. Well, you know, I have this gigantic satellite dish, and I pay through my nose <laughs> for sure every do. single— uh, for every single channel and sports package, and you all that need stuff. this radio show just to like you know help your TV habits. I mean, th- this thing uh, doesn't even cover my my bill at all. So that's not good. Yeah, and and I, you know, or that's not good. How we get paid? One of them. It's either we don't get paid enough. <laughs> paid enough, or you're one spending too much. You know. Uh, but anyway, I just I I, I go turn on the game. Oh come on, where's the game? Why is women's softball on? Fox Sports Arizona right now. Oh, because the game's on Facebook. Yeah, why wouldn't it be on regular TV? Why why wouldn't it be on regular? Let's put it on stupid Facebook. I just don't understand. And, you know, we had a segment the other day talking about uh, Pitching Ninja versus uh, KFC, you know, Barstool, KFC, all those guys. And they, you know, they made a great point in the middle of all the arguments and stuff about how the NBA is just great. It's just use our product, please use it as gifts, uh, share it with other people. That's what this stuff has become. And baseball is, you know, the old white men that you think they are. Ah, we don't want to share anything on anything and uh, don't use our gifts. That's baseball property only blah, 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 blah. All, all of the normal rhetoric that you would hear from people who don't like change. They're all tired. But crap. now, they finally get together and they're like, all right, we're going to run our stuff on a different platform. It's going to be on Facebook as soon as Facebook is being hated by everybody. As soon well, you got to be fair, though. Being it's also universally on, despised. It's also on Twitter. Now though. they're on Facebook. It's also on. They're also on Twitter. They've got an exclusive deal to broadcast. I don't know if it's like 20 games or something like that of and because I've watched multiple that are on Twitter I just use all of that stuff, though. I, you know, I'm not the biggest Facebook guy, but I use Facebook. I use Twitter, uh, but I never would Sometimes. imagine myself wanting to watch a game on Twitter if it's not if I'm not at home to watch the game. I have Fox Sports Go. Okay, but uh, to also, watch my game. It, it's about. I mean, I I think personally, it's great marketing because what it is is it's you have a social media platform saying we need to attract people to get onto our platform. A way to do that where it is a paid service, you have to have either some form of a cable. Um, you know, I mean, I guess you can have, you know, the 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 basic stuff that you can get like your local games or you've got to buy ML TV. You know, you got to do those type of things where they say 
get, you know, we can get people on our platform because cord cutting has been one of the biggest revolutions, you know, last couple of years technology wise for people, for consumers that they are. I think this is a great play to be like, okay, these people that want free sports, they can get it. All they got to do is come and jump on Twitter and everything is optimized now. And people are watching more and more stuff on their streaming devices. And you can even access your social media platforms on TVs. It makes a lot of sense. I'm with it. It hits me home. The thing that doesn't make sense, Bogman, and it's everybody's biggest complaint is, again, stupid Major League Baseball that will then have local blackouts. They have ridiculous blackouts on the platform. If you're going to put those games on social media, they should at least still be available for, like, the people that are paying a subscription service. Yes, that that's my big thing. Like I, you know, I pay for all the subscriptions and everything, and and then not only do you want to black out the local games, but also a couple games are on Facebook. Why can't they just all be in the same place? Why can't you just simulcast it? Just put my, you know, I don't even like the the TV. I don't like Steve Berthum Berthum that much for the Diamondbacks. I mean, he's fine. I don't despise him or anything like Darren Sutton, but. You know, I'm used to him. I would rather have him calling the games. And this is the same crap that they do for the playoffs. As soon as the playoffs come around, everything's on TBS when it's not been on TBS the whole year round. It just, I'll be honest some with of you. it just doesn't make sense. I'll be honest That's with you. Like, I would be more prone if they could start broadcasting games on Twitch and letting people do their own commentary towards the games. I would watch. I would watch that more than I would watch anything. That's how they could take the next step. Why haven't they done that? Past get past the NBA because we're not marketing for them. The Welsh, that's Bogman, why. Why has that not, I'm being serious, why have they not gone to Twitch? That is, yeah. Twitch should be going that. And then you let people be able to access the game and do their own commentary on it. That, that's revolutionized the technology. Yeah. Uh, I'm a genius. I, I, this, yeah, this is a great idea. Can we cut this from the live radio? Can we cut this so <laughs> I can go take this idea and market it? I'm telling you right now. Um, we have this on tape. This is recorded. People can listen to it forever over on fantasysportsnetwork.com uh, slash radio. If this idea comes out in six months, I am making a verbal patent right now. <laughs> verbal patent on verbal that technology. Patent. So if It sounds patent, like something Peter Griffin would make. If Verbal patent. If this happens, I want royalties. If we start seeing, you know, <laughs> that stupid ninja guy on Twitch commenting you know him and juju smith schuster are commenting on live games that are going on i'm done they're not playing Fortnite. <laughs> they're broadcasting games and they're doing their own commentary to baseball and football and all of that so i don't know i mean i get i get your frustration because you just want to pop up the tv and you want to do it but i like I just the want idea. it to be where it always is That's yeah but all. see you're the anti cord cutter you have all the cords that you could possibly have and everyone else out there is it's app based you know, people listen to the fantasy sports radio app. You know, they they got their Roku's, they got their um, Apple TVs, and it's one click away. I have all away. that stuff too. Yeah, but you I don't have utilize all that stuff any of too. it. I need all of it. I you, need to be entertained. I need a dopamine hit every six seconds. But you can get on. You can like get on Facebook and watch the game. You're gonna put it on your TV. Why would I? Why, Why would you? I? Why would get you? on Facebook? You're complaining because about the game. I want to watch it on my television. I don't know. On my television. Okay, well, th- then get Facebook don't, up. Don't have a comeback for that, right? Well, no, the, yeah, there's my, an app. My TV. There's an app for Facebook, probably on any smart TV. You got a smart TV? Yeah. Okay, we'll I go. I have a Roku. It's the same thing. There's Facebook on there. Go pull it up. Oh, for Christ's sake. Why? Just turn it on, and it's on. That's what I want. That's all I want. <laughs> and that's all that needs to be. Uh, maybe I'm the old man. I guess uh, you're I kind of You're kind of the old man. You're kind of the old man there, Yahoo. I don't know what you're doing over there. So, All right, uh, we got to hit a break. 
We'll be back. We've been talking about uh, Yahoo and their semi competence and how they treat football to baseball on the fantasy platform. Obviously, baseball and uh, being broadcast on Facebook. We'll see if we can have any other old takes possibly on the other side of this break. That's Scott Bogman. I'm Chris Lowe. We're in this league. We'll be right back. to tell you that there was a professional football league where you, the fan, got to draft the team and call the plays. Is that something you might be interested in? The Fan Control Football League is bringing managerial control to the fans. Visit fcfl.io to learn more. Can't believe what fell. All your dreams guessed. Pops down the drain. Let's play some in this league. Welcome back. It's in this league right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I am Chris Welsh. Go find me on Twitter at is it the Welsh? That is Scott Bogman on Twitter at the Bogman Sports. Not the though. It's just Bogman Sports. That's where you can find us. And in this league.com. Oh boy, friendos. There are football, baseball, prospect stuff. There's so much different content that you can get over at in this league.com. I highly suggest you go check it out. Check out all our podcasts. Some good articles Bogman had put up. You know, you want to go kind of relive that. Bogman kind of put up a what he thinks mock draft and then what he wants mock draft. And you can compare that to what actually happened. There's just a bunch of great content that we've got over at the website. I mean, we're biased because it is ours. Plus, you can also get links to our insider program, which is patreon.com slash ITL Army. That is where uh, Bogman did like, you know, 12 hours of live video content. We do chats, secret shows. We've got prospect ranks. It is a hub for your uh, fantasy, whatever it is, not your fan. I mean, not any fantasy, but like your fantasy sports, <laughs> you know, acumen, what you're looking it's for. It's your in second fantasy favorite fantasy hub. Yeah. Listen, we don't take tokens. We take cash money. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> so it's a different type of fantasy that's going on here. Though I think Bogman could create some type of like fantasy fetish webcam type of thing where people are like, yeah, talk more about, you know, talk more about Wilson Contreras. And Bogman's like, okay. You know, and then people are getting really excited, like eat a taco while you're talking about, you know, Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, it, I don't see any problem with this. I would easily start that. We need to Did you hear that whole, that whole thing about um, – I know you listen to KFC and it was on KFC about the women uh, sending the picture of their foot and getting like a thousand dollars. Yeah, like three thousand dollars for taking. Yeah, as I mean, we're in the wrong business. I would never take a picture <laughs> of my foot though. My feet, feet are gross. I hate feet. Are you kidding me? If uh, are you saying you would? No, take, I mean I would. You I would know. take a picture and send it for of your foot and send it for twenty. If somebody said like so, I'll pay you fifty dollars right now on your Venmo, I'll take a picture of my foot and send it to them. Yeah, exactly. To. You don't care. At you the Welsh, by the way. Venmo the Welsh. Just pointing that yeah. out. Uh, I, actually, I, people should do that. Venmo mm. the Welsh $10 and ask for a foot photo. Yeah. I bet you, you'll get that photo. Don't be specific, photo. though, because then I'll just go to Google, and I'll send them a picture of a foot. And I'll be like, here you go. Here's a foot photo. <laughs> your foot. Yeah. The Welsh's foot. Oh, yeah. Not like your. Yeah. There's a whole Fight Club reference <laughs> we can Can't say it's your dildo. 
Um, you can't say it's your foot fetish. Yeah, but it's, uh, you know, someone else's. All right. So uh, we're back. We're going to talk a little bit of baseball in this final segment. Like I said, are we, why are we not talking about football? Because we did it for two hours already. And you can catch this on demand. You can catch we have got, we're doing two a week now for the full full 60 fantasy football. That's a different show we do with Joe Pizzapia. And then we have obviously got our show, the I, In This League Fantasy Football Podcast, which we will be posting an episode probably this week breaking down the um, you know what happened in the NFL draft from our fantasy perspective and all the rounds because we focused on the first round uh, uh, today on this show. But the biggest thing when we were talking about what a great weekend it is just for sports and what the last like three or four days has been in uh, you know consumption of sports, one of the best things has been, and I thought this was fascinating, is you know on draft day, it's really hard to take away from the NFL draft. But one <laughs> thing did it in the the first half of that day, and that was Ronald Acuna, who had got called up. We had just done an episode, like 20 minutes in the open of our baseball podcast. We talked about Acuna. Well, Acuna, on uh, day one of the NFL draft, hit a home run and essentially just broke you know fantasy baseball Twitter, where my Twitter feed was nothing but Ronald Acuna and not the NFL draft. Now, obviously, that changed when it got later in the day, but he's one of the few people that did this, and the fever—the fever's real. I got a—I got a fever, and I need more cowbell, more cunha. <laughs> the only uh, <laughs> <laughs> need more cunha. I got a fever, and the only prescription is more cunha. It's more cunha. That's what I'm saying. That's that's the only prescription, and it is wild. And we had this conversation on the baseball podcast. So maybe we can um, we can steal a little bit of it. By the way is we were comparing some of the guys that that uh, that would go back and forth of who would you rather have. Would you rather have this guy or Ronald Acuna? Because in a previous ITL Baseball podcast, we had focused on uh, with Rob Silver. We had talked about um, Acuna versus a couple different players, and Albies popped up. So that's what we ended up doing. I think we did... Acuna versus Albies and Acuna versus Christian Yelich. Now remind me where you were on both of those. I feel like you were I not figured Acuna because of the hype. Acuna would win both. Steadily, For, like though, me right? personally, I would take Acuna over Yelich, and I took Albies over Acuna. Okay, so let me see if I can find these because uh, I got a lot of tweets, Bogman. There, what is going on with my? <laughs> I got I got put on some prospect ones here, so I am just like flowing down the tweets here so let me see if i can find them if you find them please feel free to jump in here i don't know i right, got here's a lot one. of uh nfl draft tweets the well all right here's one this was the first okay. one and this is the one that i thought would be interesting and it was christian yelich versus ronald acuna 57 percent christian yelich 43 okay. percent ronald acuna and you thought acuna might well, when win that, that started handily. it was I thought Acuna was going to win handily because it was Acuna hype day. You are right. We first put that out, but um, that that one I thought, you know, because I that's kind of what I figured. It came back down to normal a little bit. Yeah, well, and you know the the it was going on, but it wasn't at its peak when Ronald Acuna hit that homer. You know, the first home run, everyone got excited. The other one I think is really interesting, and this is where a lot of the debate came: Acuna versus Ozzy Albie's Albie's. Still 62% to Ronald Acuna's 38%. Because not only did Ronald Acuna uh, on draft day get a homer, but Albies did too. And that was the one where Rob Silver was like, well, I'm taking Acuna handily. And you and I were like, 
I don't know, man. I'm. I think I might st- still be Ozzy Albies. But then what? What? What I find really fascinating is Twitter kind of blew up, and I think Seeley jumped in on this as well. Of this is, I think he said it. This is the ultimate sell time, high time on Ronald Acuna. But Bogman, he said something interesting where he said, you know, Acuna is probably at best a fifteen twenty five guy, and I was just like. Well, why are you trading? Well, that's him, really man? good. Yeah, why are you trading? If he's a fifteen twenty five guy at best this year, why are you moving him? What are you going to get that's going to be better than that? Uh, yeah, what I are you going to get? I, <laughs> I don't think you can. I think that's the the a great scenario for him because we went through the whole thing. We went through the numbers for Acuna versus uh, Yelich for the rest of the season. Oh, and, and on the, I, the, the projections, on the bat, Derek, Derek yeah, Cardi's the bat projections. from Derek Cardi. They were identical. And the, wasn't the only thing that Yelich wound up winning handily was... Um, batting average. Batting average. That it was it. That he much. lost in homers. He lost in runs. He won RBI uh, batting average, and they tied in stolen bases. So it was, you know, two to two, basically. The projection system with Ronald Acuna, I, I think it's it's a it's a it's. I don't disagree with the argument because I do think putting Ronald Acuna out in redraft, not dynasty, in redraft right now, there's a lot of pluses to it, and I would I would fish to see what's out there. But if you do think he's a fifteen twenty five guy, I'm not. I I don't. I just don't think anyone. Can make that move. Like, are you comfortable saying now what's wild to me? And I'm not trying to pick apart any of that stuff, but I think someone in a redraft had said, Would you trade Acuna for Sean Manaya? And like Seeley had kind of commented and saying, like, Yeah, maybe I do that pinning my needs. And I'm like, What? No, no. way. Not, we're not close. You and I are over here. Never, we're never. talking about Yelich or Albies for Acuna right now. I mean, you have to really love Sean Manaya and be incredibly. Just incredibly, incredibly confident in him if you're going to flip him, if you're going to flip Acuna Acuna. for him. No, thank you. I mean, the Yelich one is within a reasonable distance of percentages that you could probably make that work. Albies seems to be a little bit off here based on our voting. I mean, 62% Albies, but only 57% Yelich. You maybe have to go a tiny bit lower. You said Yelich in that, right? Yeah, I said said Yelich in both of these, but I could be swayed in the Albies one. In Dynasty, Dynasty, I want Acuna. Are you still going Yelich? Or no, I want Acuna. I want Acuna in Dynasty over all these guys. <laughs> you want him over everybody. Well, not I want Acuna but... over Mike Trout. No, no, definitely not. But well, I mean, remember we had that whole conversation with our our buddy James Anderson, who had released an early Dynasty rank, and he had Albi or he had Acuna at like like four or five. Had well, him ahead of Altuve. Did he take Acuna in that in the RDI draft in the first round? No, he wanted to. It ended up being Tom Trudeau. Who took him at That's like right. thirteen, and he had fifteen or something. I like don't that. remember because I wasn't invited. You were not invited. That was definitely me that was in that. But um, you know, he he at one time had Acuna above Jose Altuve, and then he made the adjustment on that. But I mean, Acuna's value in dynasty is a completely different conversation, which makes him maybe the most polarizing fantasy player in baseball right now because his value swings in a thousand different directions. Seeley said something that I completely agree with that this is still a young player that's got uh, a ways to mature in baseball. The guy's only 19 years old. You know, there's a it's a little different than a situation like Cody Bellinger. So I think he is going to have some struggles. So if you can go get a floor player like Christian Gelich, I might do that. You know, Albies, you know, I mean, I it's going to be streaky, right? I, I'm fair to say that Acuña could beat Albies in four of the five fantasy categories. I don't think it's a given. 
and Alves is is playing a pr- premium position. So I'm actually shocked why Alves is winning more than Acuna, than Yelich is winning than Acuna. But Yelich to me is the ultimate floor player. I if I was in redraft, I would try to go get Yelich for Acuna. I know comps are more of a football thing than they are a baseball thing. But if you're looking at Ronald Acuna and you were to comp him to either someone, you know, someone with a long MLB career at this point, who would be your comp for Ronald Acuna? Would it be a guy like Justin Upton? Maybe Justin Upton with a little more speed. I mean, something like that. So you want me to He's kind of streaky. He's got some power. He can hit for average, but he's probably not going to be like uh, well over 300 hitter, right? He's probably going to be like, you know, top out around 285 or 290. Is that correct? I think that's a good range for him. I just, I mean, he, I mean, he was destroying the minor leagues. The guy was hitting like, you know, 330 at different levels, not this year, but in, in previous years, you know, he was hitting, you know, 300 across, I think three different levels. So it's definitely a possibility that he could, you know, once the um, pitch recognition, you know, really like steps up, he could get there. It's really tough to say because, Ronald Acuna is a guy that could have the upside of a Bryce Harper type of guy, you know, or Mike Trout, you know, with the stolen bases and the power. It's right. definitely a possibility. Um, you know, something I brought up, I want, I do want to give you a comp, but somebody brought up a dynasty trade that was proposed of Mookie Betts or Ronald Acuna. And I was just like, well, I'm taking Mookie Betts. That's easy <laughs> in dynasty. I know you're clearly taking him, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Betts. It's not close. If you're looking at a current player... Ah, the speed makes it really tough here, man, and the average. Um, I mean, maybe how you said it, like Upton with more speed. I feel like that's underselling him, though. I, you I know? Just, it's well, like Marte Upton's with had more a, a power. pretty good career, man. It's like Marte with more power type of thing. So you think Acuna at some point could steal 40 bases? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely, he can. I mean, you know what I mean, is? I knew he was good. I just didn't. I figured he was more of a... You know, no. 20 to 30 per year, not close to 40. You can get to 40, absolutely. You know who Acuna is? Acuna is the embodiment of everything people wanted Buxton to be. Okay, yeah. That's, okay. That is a good comp. I like that. Yeah, everything they wanted from Buxton and had, you know, gleaned that why Buxton was ahead of Chris Bryant and Carlos Correa. Acuna is that and is going to show it early. He is going to be well better off than a guy like Byron Buxton was early in his career, and he's got so much raw power when the pitch recognition comes as this 19-year-old. He's probably going to be a first-round pick in 2020 drafts. He's going to be there. You know, I mean, depending on what happens this year, Jesus, he could be there. But yeah, I do think there is a maturation process that it has to happen with him this year, which is going to lead to some struggles so if you can get a guy like Christian Yelich, it's going to get you the power speed, maybe a uh, you know a similar statistical range as Acuna. I feel like maybe based on my team, team might be important. I might be willing to just want to have a floor player. You know what I mean? I kind of want the floor right. guy. Well, but we compared him to Bellinger coming up last year, and he can be that same type of an impact just for this year, right? It's possible. I mean, it's a different type of impact, like you and I talked about. Like, there's going to be more stolen bases. There's going to probably not be 35 homers. But, you know, like like we just said, it could be 15-20, 15-25. That, is, that would be a huge fantasy win. That would be a player that has the upside of Harper and Trout who produced 15-25 and 25 at probably like 125 games in the season. People are going to project. And, I mean, if the dude finishes 15-25, and 25, I'm telling you right now, 
he is going to be a top 20 fantasy player drafted next year. Easily. It's going to happen. Easily. Easy. I, I mean, there, there's going to be guys that are falling in, all that kind of stuff, but... That's yeah, why the conversation in oh, dynasty so, is a whole nother ball game here because you can't you can't go trade him just for nothing in a dynasty. No, that's why you, you have to have the conversation. I, to be Mookie. honest, I'm not trading him uh, in dynasty. I'm not trading him until unless I get some crazy offer, unless I get a clear cut first rounder that's going to last a long time. Like, how about let me ask you this one: dynasty, Ronald Acuna or Clayton Kershaw? Boy, that's a good one um, because and here's the thing is you know what you have in clayton kershaw he's an amazing pitcher number one number two if you want to put scherzer number one whatever uh and there's other guys that are gonna you know jump up into this category uh but uh, kershaw's 30 he's had back issues and you know um you know he seems to be maybe going on the back end of his career now there's guys that pitch to 40 all the time so you could get 10 more years out of kershaw when i did RDI, the Roto-Wire Dynasty Invitational that Bogman was not invited to. Not invited. I was, I was not a part. Thank you, James Anderson. It's funny because I took Clayton, <laughs> Ker- yeah, I took Clayton Kershaw in that. It was a 20-man draft industry. I had the 18th pick, and I took Clayton Kershaw. I didn't even have an opportunity. Acuna was Ronald already Acuna. gone. He was already gone. He went 13, 13 or 11 or something like that in this dynasty. Fresh start. In a dynasty, I think I might. I think I want Ronald Acuna. Okay. And that's a big, bold statement. It is. It's very, what about very you? bold. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, you know, I just, I, I look at, I look at Clayton Kershaw, and not only is he 30, but this is his 10th major league season already. Yeah. He's been up since he was 20 years old. Yeah. He has almost 2,000 innings on his arm already. I think that I'm going to go with Acuna just for the simple fact of the guy that's going to last a lot. I think so, too. Uh, I just sent you a picture. Look at this. The, I don't know if you ever saw this. The The guy that caught the ball, he's like a meme now because he caught the ball and ran. He took a picture. <laughs> and do you see... How Acuna could not look more miserable standing next to this this dude. He could not be more miserable standing next to this kid who has the biggest smile on his face with the ball. And the guy's like, I'm so happy to deliver it. Ronald Acuna is like, oh, my God, get me out of here. That's so funny. That's so funny. Oh All right, well, God, that's this good is talk. So funny. You guys want more of it? Go listen to the Innocent League Fantasy Baseball Podcast and Football Talk for your NFL yeah, draft like coverage. Leave it to Beaver. We got I know. fat right next to Ronald Acuna. All right, well, so you guys funny. can get all that draft coverage over at InThisLeague.com, and you can listen to this on demand. Of course, we are out of here, though. That is Scott Bogman. I'm Chris Welsh. Have a great weekend. See you next time. See you.